is the Storymobile podcast. We are a solar-powered moving art space that travels to events and through neighborhoods to collect your stories. The St. Paul Almanac book was created in 2005 and has since been released annually. The goal is to bring together the diverse community of St. Paul through literary arts. The Almanac is a meeting place for sharing stories and artwork of our community. This year, the St. Paul Almanac released their 11th volume, On a Collected Path. As part of a reading festival, authors have gathered at various venues throughout St. Paul to read their fabulous work. On Monday, May 22nd, at Golden Time Cafe in St. Paul, readers gathered to read their pieces from St. Paul Almanac's Volume 11, On a Collected Path. Uh, uh, Next up we have Michael Gauze. Michael Gauze has taught German, sold men's clothes, and stocked diapers at midnight. His writing can be found online and in print. Originally from Tennessee, he now lives in Minnesota, where he is trying to write a memoir and be happy. Please welcome Michael. I'd like to thank everybody for coming out tonight on a nice warm night where you'd probably rather be sitting on a patio. Um, so there's a bar in downtown St. Paul with a really good beer, great patio. So I like to go sit on that patio, drink that beer, and watch people, as a lot of people do. And last year, I realized that if you sit and watch people long enough, sometimes they watch you back. My piece is on page 284, if you'd like to sing along. He wasn't there in the beginning. I think that's what piqued my interest. I'd have to scan the square twice before he even registered. With so many people straining to be noticed, it was intriguing to see someone actively content with anonymity. He was always dressed in the latest Goodwill stock and sitting on the edge of the ham courtyard acted more like a potted plant than a patron. I started watching him months ago when my relationship was in trouble and I felt the need to open my world and explore. The first time I saw him, I jumped as he was sitting not five inches from me for an hour and a half before I noticed. After that, I found myself scanning the crowds in my own personal Where's Waldo. It didn't take long to realize I was watching another watcher. He took in his surroundings, one after another, replying once in a while with a huge grin to no one in particular. Hipsters checking their bedheads and shop windows, suburban couples risking the deadly city for some ice cream, urban vampires perpetuating death as a way of life. He took in one after another seamlessly, face, clothing, walk, face, smile. No one escaped his gaze, and I found myself more and more intrigued with the idea of playing voyeur to another of my kind. Over the summer, I must have seen him 20 to 30 times, just sitting and watching and waiting to smile. One day, I decided to break the wall and talk to him, partly, I think, to prove he wasn't a mirage. I sat down in the chair next to him and, after a minute, broke the silence. You watch people more professionally than anyone I've ever seen. You're getting paid for this, right? He smiled, his gaze never altering from the landscape. After a moment, I realized he may not have heard. 
It was another full minute before he spoke. It's like listening to other people's conversations and trying to figure out where they're from. I paused so as not to upset the flow. Yeah, but you never get that close. They're just walking by. One one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand. Still, it's the same thing. You just have to work with what you've got, like semen. One one thousand. Did he just say two one thousand? Sailors. They knew sun by itself will only tell you so much. They used other things. The position of the stars. Yep, more than that. He took a sip of cold coffee and another drag from his cigarette. One one thousand, two one thousand. It's not all that different with people, but with them, you're not just determining their position, but theirs, their direction too. You, his voice caught itself as if it were about to fall, then let go. You start to figure their place on the timeline, theirs and those around them, you too. I had been watching the flow of people while he spoke, but his last words made me turn my head. He was looking directly at me in a way that said, not only had my clothes disappeared, but my skin and bones as well, leaving nothing but a confused vapor floating in a cheap patio chair. I said goodbye before heading toward the east end of the court toward home. When I looked back to wave, I thought of the impossible network of lines you could almost make out, infinite constellations expanding and converging like breath. I saw myself expanding forward and back. You were there too, along with this story a few months in the future. And there in the center, something else, a faint twinkling light like an old sailor's face starting to smile. Thank you. To hear more stories, learn more about Storymobile, and to find out where we'll be pedaling off to next, visit storymobile.org.